All right, welcome back. Let's go straight to the phones. Welcome in the head basketball coach of Tennessee, Rick Barnes. Rick, we really appreciate you spending some time with us tonight. Your team coming off a big win on the road. How are you? I'm good, Chris. Good to be with you guys. You know, it's uh, that ball goes in from out there. It looks pretty good, doesn't it? <laughs> it changes a lot of things. Like your putting. When you're rolling them in from 15 and 20 feet, always an easier game, right? <laughs> well, me... that doesn't happen a whole lot. Yeah. But I, the theory's the same, you know. I, I've seen you putt. Cr- so, cr- Chris, you do realize getting Coach Barnes on when a NASCAR is getting ready to be on, this is a big deal. This is a big deal. What do you think Did about you this, see the Coach? Race today, what do you? Well, Did they're you getting see ready today. I've been watching some of it, but they're getting ready to run again here. What do, what do you think about it here from the LA Coliseum? Well, you know what? I grew up going to Hickory Speedway, where it was more like a circle. And what I was watching today, a little bit of it, it reminded me of Hickory Speedway. But Hickory Speedway was ran on red clay, you know. Yep. <laughs> so really, pretty neat looking at it, watching it in the Coliseum. That's pretty neat, you know. Yeah, you don't see that every day. So you know, you, no. you you never really can tell a lot about a basketball game just by looking at a box score. But I want to read you a stat line here from two of your players yesterday, your two freshman point guards, combining 13 assists, six steals, 29 points, and four turnovers. When you get that kind of play from your point guards, two freshman point guards, you're going to win a lot of basketball games, aren't you? Yeah, that, that, that is a great line, and they, and they did do a great job. And obviously, you know, uh, their speed was a factor in the game. But I tell you, though, Chris, what Josiah James did – to start that game for us was phenomenal. He he set a terrific tone both on the offensive end and the defensive end. And but uh, all around, I, I don't know. There was really not anyone that didn't play yesterday that something good. They didn't make something good happen. All right, coach. So I made this uh, comment when we taped our locker room show earlier to Rob Lewis, and I told Chris I was going to ask you this in our first segment. Is it just me? And and, and tell me if I'm crazy. Um, is it just me? It seems like Josiah's shot. The last, even dating back to Texas, it seems like it has more arch on it these days than it did maybe even earlier in the year. Is is that accurate? It seems I, like I it's better rotation. Well, you know what? It's more. It's, it's his balance and his rhythm is more than anything. I thought early. You know, I go back to our first scrimmage this year against Davidson. You know, he had five threes in that scrimmage, and then he got hurt and was missed some time, and he came back, and then he got off to a really rough start start shooting the ball in you know, live competition. And I think he really pressed because if you knew how hard Josiah has worked at, at becoming the shooter that he is, I mean, people would be amazed, really. I mean, from where he started with his shot when we first saw him in recruiting to where he is today, it is one of the great makeovers in all of basketball. And But I, I thought that he was pressing, and, uh, you know, we kept telling him to shoot it, and he was, but then we tried to show him where – the shot, his shot selection wasn't what it needed to be. He wasn't balanced. He was uh, tilting one way or the other, maybe just not, you know, starting on the floor. That's where it starts with his balance. But the last couple of games, because of the penetration and the ball movement we're getting, more guys are getting those kind of shots where they're able to really, uh, you know, get their feet set. The ball's coming inside out as opposed to early. It was coming from the side where guys were catching on the side and just trying to raise up and shoot it, which if they're open, got time to get set, we don't have a problem with it. But so much has been the ball movement and the speed that we're playing with has helped them all shoot it better. We're visiting with Tennessee head basketball coach Rick Barnes. Rick, you mentioned the ball movement. Hey, the thing I like best about this team, one of the things, I love the way you guys play on defense, 
But the way it's different guys in different games, different guys on different nights. And I'm not talking about somebody scoring 20 points every game, but I'll go back to some of the games recently. You, know, you don't win a couple of those games without Euros. Fulky with a couple of big plays down the stretch. Your point guards yesterday, Jordan, it, 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 you know, in the way uh, Vescovi has shot the – Vescovi, i gotta, still got to get that down, right? The yeah. way he shot the basketball. But it seems like different guys in different games. I just wonder as a coach – how nice is it to see that balance? Uh, you know, Chris, probably the best thing because you know it's it's really difficult going into a game knowing that you need just one person to play great. And you go back and, and what you said is so true. I mean, Santiago has been the focus of most team. I mean, I mean, I can show you games where he, I mean, he had no room to breathe, and he does such a great job of moving without the ball and set screens and not only try to get himself open, get other guys open, but it is balance is what I've always liked better. You know, I've had teams where, you know, we relied on Kevin Durant averaged 25 points a night and pretty much got him every night. But uh, it's, you like it better when you have balance across the board. So if somebody doesn't, does have an off night, somebody else can pick up the slack. Where, where were you with this team offensively, Rick? I know there were some stretches where you guys didn't play the way you wanted to. In some games, you just couldn't throw the ball in the ocean. But did, did you always have a feel – that you guys would find that rhythm, would find that groove, sort of the way you have the last, I don't know, really the last three games. Yeah, Chris, we, 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 had, we had seen it so, so, so many different times in practice. and then, But, you know, we just couldn't get the consistency from guys that, that we were looking for, that we had practiced one way, they were going to game and try to maybe dribble, take one, two dribbles more than they needed to, and, and the passes weren't on time. You know, we, we were guys were trying to, come off cut they didn't make a definite curl cut or a straight cut or a fade cut and, and the passes weren't where they needed to be and it was a lot of timing but but probably the biggest thing and, and, and i think the coach staff would tell you it's the speed that we've been wa- wanting to get everybody to play with and, and and it's not just you know like like we want our point guards those first three dribbles to bring it but that's not what we're talking about just getting it down there fast we want to play fast in our movement game in our flow game where we pass cut get the floor spread out, get those gaps opened up with one dribble, maybe two, and make the next pass. Whereas earlier, we weren't playing slow. People were, I mean, we weren't playing fast. People were getting their defense set against us, tightening it up in there. Then we were trying to force to get through the gaps and get in there, and even though maybe we'd make some passes out, they weren't very good passes, and it allowed the defense to recover. So the speed has been a big part of it, and we've got to continue to, to do that, especially with you talk about the the point guards, I mean, they've got to bring it, but, but we need everybody to, to bring it. Hey, Coach, it's Austin again. <clears throat> it feels like, you know, basketball is such a game of runs. And, 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 you know, probably a handful of games ago, people were talking about, you know, Fulkerson being in this, you know, several-game slump and Josiah's in a slump. It feels like it, even a guy, you know, like George, Justin Powell was in the, a shooting slump, so to speak. But it feels like everybody is trending up. I mean, I don't feel like there's anybody on your basketball team that's trending down. Right now, is that kind of how you would you would categorize where your team's at the last you know couple of games? Yeah, Austin. Yeah, I mean, you'd, you'd like to think in February that that's where we're heading. I mean, this is the time you want to start that trend to go upward, and, and everybody that we, we start to realize what we're going to get night in and night out from everyone. And, and like I tell the team, uh, it's, it's it's February, and we're going to be in close basketball games every time out. We can't be throwing lifelines out. You know, you go back to the A&M game. We had, we had them, what, down 15, 16, and then we had turnovers that you can't have that allowed them to get out and get some easy baskets. And 
we, we just got a and, and we did a better job against a really good defensive team yesterday taking care of the basketball and and I, I we have preached I don't want to say I because we're all in this together but we have preached that hey we get shots we're gonna have a chance to win games. You look at this week, you have Vanderbilt this weekend at home, but this midweek game, Mississippi State, you know, just right behind you all in the standings, they're a sneaky team, they're, they're playing good basketball. Uh, you know, what, what impresses you about them, and what would you all have to do well to go down there and get a win on the road, which would be two wins in a row on the road in league play? Well, as you know, it, it's, it's a tremendous challenge. And then, uh, But with them, Mississippi State, you know, they uh, – I don't want to say a throwback because I, I still believe that teams can play that way where they they have a, they definitely play inside out. They have a, an all-league, maybe player of the year, a definitely a player of the year candidate in Molinar, the guard. I mean, he has played terrific basketball. They're big up front. They like to they, they like to really put it on the block with their guys playing their back to the basket. They can create a lot of problems with, with us with that. And they uh, obviously it'll be a – a game where, you know, we're going to try to play fast. And they're not afraid to play fast. They'll get out and go with it. But they, in the half court, they're going to really try to pound you inside with it. And then Vanderbilt playing great basketball. I mean, uh, they're, they're shooting the ball well. They had a great win yesterday against uh, LSU. And so it, every week from here on, I mean, every game from here on out, you can't look ahead because, like you said, it's going to be a tough trip down there uh, to Mississippi at play you know, Starkville. Then we don't get home till late and uh, we'll turn around and play again on Saturday. So it's a, it's a big week for us. We're visiting with Rick Barnes, Tennessee's head basketball coach. Rick, uh, Olivier Comois going down yesterday in the second half. A, a day later, um, any update on how he is, where he is with the injury? He was over with Chad today working, and, uh, you know, he's – it's an ankle. It's, you know, right now uh, I do know that he's getting an MRI today. I don't think they've gotten results back to it. But uh, I saw him, and he said, you know, Olivier's – Arguably, maybe one of the toughest guys on our team. I mean, maybe the toughest. So he, he, I mean, he finds a way to get through whatever might be ailing him. But uh, I saw him today, and he, he just said to me, "Coach, I'm going to be all right. And we'll wait and see what what we get back from the report." That's good news. Hey, before we get you out of here, one or two more things. The SEC. You touched on this a minute ago. You've seen this league now for a number of years. You've seen the balance. You've seen that. You know, you, you look at, I mean, guess Auburn, and Kentucky, two of the most talented, best teams in college uh, basketball. Where does this conference stack up, Rick, from top to bottom from what you've seen? Well, Chris, I think it's the best. I mean, I don't I don't know what you can say other than, you know, I know what Kentucky did to us up in, in Rupp and Lexington and what they did on the road at Kansas. Very few teams have done it to Kansas ever. And the way they went in and did that during the challenge was really phenomenal and obviously uh, – Auburn with what what they're doing is, is, is impressive, and I, I think it's the best basketball league in the country. And this is a year that we've ever thought that we could have a, a, a postseason where we could have eight or nine teams in it. This is the year that because you know you look at what we've done in the non-league and where we are as a league right now, it's, it's been it's been quite impressive. Well, Rick, before we get out of here, uh, Dick Vitale, who's meant so much to college basketball, fighting cancer very courageously, shared what you've done for him, the notes you've written him, the way you've sort of been there for him every step of the way. You've been around Dick. You've known him a long time. I've had the chance to get to know him. What's this fight? When you look at his fight, what kind of inspiration has it been and, and just what he's meant to college basketball now for, for decades? 
Well, you, you know, when I was at Providence, Chris, we, we had Midnight Madness. We didn't have a football program. And so our Midnight Madness, October the 15th when we started, was the biggest thing that we could do. And we always brought in four or five recruits uh, on an official visit and as many unofficials as we could get. And every year we tried to do something. We, you know, we'd have a guest speaker, whether it was, you know, a guy like Al McGuire, anybody we could get. We could never get Dick because he was so tied up. But we would have a Dick Vitale sound alike uh, contest every year, and you would be amazed how well uh, that was attended, how people wanted to do it, and how many guys, college kids, and students on campus. I mean, they 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 loved it, and. Uh, He's impacted college basketball in a way that very few have in the fact that, you know, when, when, when he would come into the building, when he when Dick Vitale showed up to do the game, the uh, buzz with the players and the students is like none other, none other. I mean, it, it, it was a happening, and everybody wanted to be there. Everybody wanted to be a part of it. When everybody said Dickie V's doing the game, it was a big deal with everybody involved, and I think that speaks volumes about him and obviously his love for the game. You know, people forget that, you know, Dick coached basketball. You know, he's an NBA head coach and uh, with the Detroit Pistons, but he's been around it. He's found a great, uh, obviously, what, he, what he's brought to the game is amazing. But what he's done for cancer research is, I mean, they just had their biggest week ever with the V Week, raising the most money they've ever raised. And what he does with, you know, with his gala down in Florida to raise money, it's just amazing. And uh, he's fighting. And, again, he, he you know, he's, we got a good report back this week that you know with his blood count, but you know we you know he's lost his voice and uh, but we'll, he'll get that back. And they just got to get through the cancer. And he's been to Boston a few times to see the best vocal doctor in the in the country. And and uh, he's he's a tremendous fighter. And 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 as you said, I I, I do send him a prayer uh, every day, and that's been as good for me as it has for him. And I told him that you know he told me one day he said you don't have to do this. I said no, Dick, I need to do it for me and. And uh, but uh, I can't wait to hear him get back, and he will get back because you know that that's what he loves to do, and he'll be back on the sideline. Maybe not any time this year, but he, but he will be back. Well, man, I really appreciate it. Our prayers go out to Dick and uh, Rick. We appreciate you spending the time with us tonight. Look forward to catching up with you down the road. All right, thanks, thanks for having me, guys. You Talk bet. To you later. You bet. Thank you, Rick. That's Rick Barnes, Tennessee's head basketball. Coach spending some time with us tonight on The Nation. We'll take our second break here at the Texas Roadhouse. Be back in just a couple minutes.